2: welcome to the a to z english podcast my name is jack and i'm here with my co-host social and today we have a culture corner episode for you and social this is from our students this question comes from our students and this the question is i want to know how americans plan a wedding do americans have a dowry is there a dowry system in the united states So, should we start with like just how Americans plan a wedding?
3: Yeah. And Jack, I would be interested to know about this because I bet you have like a lot of cultural input. I don't, there's things I know through like other people, but I don't know. There's things I've heard about American weddings, Mm -hmm. but I'm like US weddings, but I'm not super like.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I used to work. Uh, I used to work in the wedding industry. I was a wedding oh. DJ in college.
3: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> was- yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not super versed because a lot of stuff I know is through my mom, who that's like yeah. more Mexican weddings. Um, so the, yeah. Anyway,
2: so maybe we'll go backwards. We'll start with the dowry because I think, simply put, most American weddings do you do not have a dowry in marriage. But
3: I think what's interesting is in the US culture, usually the bride's parents pay for the wedding, correct?
2: Yeah, that's true. That traditionally that's that's true. The the bride's uh parents pay for the wedding. What did the what do the uh groom's parents pay for?
3: Um I don't I don't know, Jack. I'm gonna Google this while our listeners.
2: Maybe, maybe traditionally it was like you, the bride's parents pay, and then the the husband is expected to work and take care of the wife. Like that's the the arrangement. So
3: traditionally, the groom's parents pay for honeymoon, marriage okay. license, rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, officiant fees, groomsmen gifts, flowers, boutonnieres engagement party entertainment groom and bride gift wedding night accommodations and wedding transportation and groom grooming and groomsmen attired
2: okay okay so all those little little things that they pay for the probably add up to about the same as what the the bride is paying for
3: maybe and it might be like how I guess traditionally the man was expected to like have a home
0: ready right.
3: for the to move into, so I guess that's kind of what his family is contributing towards. I guess the home and it's usually furnished and everything. Yeah. So maybe that's why the do- the bride's parents pay for the wedding
2: right right and but i think i would say like that all that stuff we just talked about is pretty much out the window these days like there's so many different versions of this where like couples will pay for their own weddings um the parents will just you know split, split the cost 50-50 whatever you know just the the bride and groom will give the parents a bill essentially and and then the parents will pay for half and the other parents will pay for half. Like there's just so, there's like a million different ways that people finance weddings these days.
3: Yeah. There's many other iterations I would say of how it's done today. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I would just feel the most comfortable paying for my own wedding because then I'm not on anyone else's budget. I get to do what I want to do and also what I can afford and I don't have to feel bad about where i spend my money like i could say i want a really expensive dress but i don't care about the flowers or something but if someone else is pay, is footing the bill i feel like they have a lot of control or a lot of say does that make sense
0: yes
2: it makes a, a ton of sense like as long as you if you do it yourself then you get to make all the decisions and no one can tell you what to do so yeah that's Which a, sounds I, like
3: the dream for me <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i think that's i agree with that i think a lot of couples do that or they'll have really small weddings saying, let's do a small wedding, but we get full control. And I I agree with that, to be honest, because I think too many people, too many couples are concerned with they want to have a great wedding, but they forget about having a good marriage. You know, it's right. like,
3: That's-
2: okay. have a great marriage and an okay wedding, <laughs> you know?
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack, um, what can we ask? Is it rude to ask what you and your
2: wife did? Or- no, no, it's fine. Actually, we uh, we followed that strategy ourselves. We, we didn't have a wedding. We, um, what we did was we had like a, a kind of family get together in Korea where my family met her family, and we all went to a restaurant. And then we, my wife and I, went down to the embassy. And we basically bounced back between the embassy and the city hall for about eight hours, getting documents signed, going back to the embassy, getting this signed so that we could officially be married. And so, yeah, it wasn't a very romantic day. It was more stressful, you know, just going to right. translation services and things like that. It's a lot easier now, uh, but this was 20 years ago. And right. um but but, you know, we've had a great we've had a great marriage. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a traditional way of doing it with like a a wedding and stuff like that. But uh, but I don't think uh, she or I have uh, I don't think either of us have any regrets about doing it that way.
3: Yeah. Did you face any pressure from either of your parents, like your parents or her parents?
2: No, about- no, not at all. Her- um, Maybe a little bit. Um, I think the, you know, in Korea, there's like um, an opportunity to make some money. You know, you invite a lot of guests mm-hmm. to the wedding and then everybody okay. just gives like 50 bucks or whatever. Right. Um, that we missed out on that, which was pretty stupid you know (laughs) we (laughs) could we left a lot of a lot of money on the table so to speak
3: but at the Um, end of the day you would have had to spend quite a bit of money on the wedding so you might have just ended up recouping those costs but not really profiting
2: Exactly. There's no guarantee we would have, you know, made that much after. And and we don't know, you know, that many people. So we don't know how many guests we would have had. You know, some weddings that, you know, you get a thousand guests, right? Everybody's giving 50 or 100 bucks. I mean, you can make a lot of money. Um, Right. But, uh, you know, ours would have been smaller. Um, So... Yeah. And, and as far as like a dowry system goes, you know, dowry is basically like the, the, the bride's parents uh, offer money to the to the husband's, to the groom's parents. Right. Is that not right? And, that is
3: right. Yeah. yeah. And in this situation, it's basically the bride. Oh, no,
2: I've got it backwards. Right. I'm sorry. It's the groom's parents that have to give the money to the bride's parents. Right. um i think i've got I it mean, backwards
3: yeah I mean, dowry
2: I mean, is a dowry yeah. is the it husband says, gives money to the No, it
3: says property money brought by a bride to her husband on their marriage so it is from the bride and her family to the husband
2: oh okay that's what a dowry is okay okay i thought it was the other way around i guess i'm i was confused um okay so it's the it's the bride's family offering money to the the groom's family
3: Uh uh-huh it says dowry contrasts with the related concepts of bride price and dower which i suppose are when the groom gives money to her parents so in in these situations the man and this is I, i mean i don't know i don't really know about bringing mexican culture into this but this is kind of different in mexican culture the man's family pays for. I I'm not really sure who pays for what I believe the man's family pays for more, but they also pay a bride price. Traditionally, it's not really done anymore these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now most young couples pay their own weddings. Even my parents paid the, their wedding, I believe. Yeah. And my dad paid for most of it. But my mom also paid towards the wedding. But um. I was just saying, uh, the men there traditionally would give like cattle, money, um, you know, farm animals. Really, usually like x heads of cattle, x chickens, x turkeys, whatever, to the bride's family. So you're you are giving a substantial amount of money. For your wife, basically, in exchange for your wife, kind of, um. And the U.S. is a little different because even in more modern day culture, the brides, the brides' parents are the ones who pay for the wedding traditionally. So, um, yeah, it's weird,
2: right? In some countries, it's like the the you know, it's like you're lucky to be marrying my my son, and in other countries, it's like you're lucky to be marrying my daughter. It kind of right bounces yeah. back between the two <laughs> i mean i would say in modern in you know in modern american culture there's no dowry system you know there's no there's no more but back in the olden days like what social was talking about it'd be like yeah sure um wh- you know the part of the negotiation would be uh, you marry my daughter i give you 25 head of cattle you know um and I... uh 60 acres of land you know <laughs> whatever like you know and right. And, and it was a, it was a negotiation because, because back in those days in American culture, like, you know, um, 1800s or whatever, women were considered property of men. Um, right. And so, you know, we just, we don't think in those terms anymore. We, you know, it's, we, funny we in-
3: though because it's like, even though we're considered property of men, our families are paying for a man to take us.
0: Right. <laughs> It's so, so
3: that's kind yeah. of so that's stupid but also the other thing i i'm i will argue is that i think it's still pretty common in the u.s for the bride's parents to pay um for the wedding and i think that that constitutes a dowry to me it's almost like a dowry because why aren't the groom's parents really paying mm-hmm. it's the bride the cus- it's customary for the bride's parents to pay so i think that that's like a remnant of dowry culture in my opinion
2: I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, it's an antiquated idea, an old idea that uh, persists, but, um, you know, it'd be much fairer to just split everything down the middle, you know? Um, right. Or, you know, I think going going one step further and just having the couple pay for the weddings themselves, get the parents out of it. And um, You yeah. can invite them or not invite them, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, yeah. I, I think that that's a better system. Um, yeah. oh, okay. I think we got, I think All we right. captured this one.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right, listeners. If you are, um, if that answered your questions, please let us know and shoot us an email and let us know if there's a similar thing like a diary or bride price in your culture, shoot us an email at a to Z English Leave a comment down below on our website at a to Z English podcast.com. And, We will see you guys next time and also join our WeChat or WhatsApp groups. Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.